welcome listeners. This is Kirsten Barrington-Hughes of the Charlotte Film Community at the awesome Ground Crew Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, talking to Kat Berkowitz, who's the owner of Slate Your Name Studios and also an actress. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me here, Ground Crew and Kirsten. We at the Charlotte Film Community wanted to talk to you today so that our members could learn more about what is eco-casting. Yes, it's very essential. Um, Basically, if you are really trying to pursue acting as a career, it's very important that you uh, belong to one of the breakdown services. Um, Basically, a breakdown service is there. It's provided so each individual actor can have a profile with their headshot, with their resume, their credits, um, et cetera. And then all the casting directors are going to utilize that to pull who they want to see for specific roles. So these days, an online profile is a huge part of your brand, is what you're saying? Yes, very much so. It's very important that you um, are keeping it up to date um, with, you know, it has all your personal information, like your height, your, you know, if you change your your hair color, you grow or something, you have to keep it updated. Um, You want to, you know, if you get a credit update, you know, update your profile, update your breakdown services. Um, You want to have a really good looking headshot. Uh, basically, your headshot as an actor is like your calling card. It's like your business card. So um, a lot of times things are cast based purely on headshots. So it's very um, crucial to have a very high quality professionally taken photo um, that actually looks like you in real life. Yeah. And for kids, that means that they need to update their headshots about every six months to a year and also their resumes every few months online and on their printed resume, right? Because they're growing and changing teeth and changing hair and everything, right? Yes. It's always an investment for um, for any actor of any age, but especially kids, unfortunately, yeah, with you know, the way that they're changing and growing all the time, it's it's hard to keep up, you know. Um, for somebody like me, uh, I've, you know, sort of pretty much been blonde hair, straight blonde hair for forever because, you know, I if I change my look, I would have to get all brand new headshots. And that's just kind of an investment that, you know, I can't afford to make right now. So Right. And once they like you and decide to do an audition with you, they might call you in, but they might equally have you record an audition according to their specifications with the script or sides that they provide. And then they want you to produce a pretty high quality uh, video audition for them called an eco-cast audition, right? Yes, you're correct. Uh, You know, I honestly feel that 98% of the auditions that I do these days are taped auditions. Um, Very rarely, unfortunately, am I in front of actual, you know, casting directors um, to audition for. So it's super important to really um, have a good feel, a good comfort level in front of a camera and have a really high quality audition submission. They're very specific, the casting directors and in the quality that they want. Um, and it's, you know, it really could make or break you even if, you know, if you have a solid audition, but the quality of the tape, you know, either the sound or the lighting is not there. I mean, they're really just going to dismiss it right away within the first three seconds. Right. Um, and your your company, Slate Your Name Studios, is providing a really great service to the area because you're helping to uh, provide this service where you put everybody on tape, but also as an actress, you're a great reader for the person auditioning so that they can actually react to a proper actor rather than just a mom or dad or brother or friend, right? 
It, well, it makes a difference. I mean, sometimes it could be a deficit if you have your, you know, a family member there because you kind of are, you're not really feeling comfortable or, or you're sort of like, Mom, <laughs> you're not reading it right. But yeah, I, uh, you know, I try if, if an actor is lucky enough to be provided with a, a script or sides um, to work off of, then, you know, I try to really give them something to work with. Um, it's it's fun for me, you know, I actually feel like I'm getting, you know, practice as well. Um, so I really do enjoy um, coaching people through their auditions and, and helping them feel confident and comfortable um, with, you know, the results. Right. And I know that a lot of the EcoCast uh, taped auditions have very specific directions. And it's very important to follow every single direction, including how they want you to slate or say your name and your um, your age and whatever they're requesting, and also how they want the camera shot to be and so on. So I think it's important to go to a professional because you're really good at following the directions where sometimes a parent or a friend might miss something that's crucial, right? Yeah, it's it can be a little overwhelming at times. They, they depending on, you know... Um, who is casting it, they definitely are very, very specified in what they request. You know, if it's a full body shot, if it's they want you to turn and do profile, if they want, um, you know, the slate to be a full body shot and then zoom in. And sometimes it's it's can be overwhelming if you're not really sure, if you're not sure with what they're talking about with these camera techniques and various things. Um, so, again, you know, they they provide these directions to see if, if you know, the actor can follow directions. Right. Um, and you want to please the casting director because you want to get cast in, in whatever they're doing. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it can be a little nerve wracking because, you know, it's a lot of pressure on me, you know, filming an actor because I want them to get, to get cast. You know, I want them to have the best audition that they can have. So um, I'm trying my best just as hard to to get them that role. Right. That's great. And also there I know there are some uh, newbies to taping auditions that do things like bring a prop. If the kid is supposed to hold a, a stuffed animal or talk on the phone, they hold a phone and things like that. And I know that uh, that's considered a no, no these days. Right. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yes, a lot of people sort of um, le- read into the audition very li- literally. Um, you know, they'll they'll say, "Well, I'm supposed to be beat up, you know, with a baseball bat. I brought a bat, you know, beat me up or something." Maybe not to that extent, but um, but yeah, you really. I mean, most of the way that the auditions are framed is very tight. It's really just from the actor's shoulders and just their head. So the casting people are looking to see that an actor can convey those emotions of being in a specific setting without being there. You should be able to show, a, you know, a story or tell what's going on with just your eyes. You know, as they say, the eyes are the window to the soul. So, you know, they don't want a lot of distractions. They don't want, you know, a lot of literal things. They just want to sort of see. Right. And I know that tight headshot, that frame that you were talking about, uh, which is really apparent on the uh, taping, but not so apparent when you walk into a casting director, can really um, be confining for someone that's used to moving their head around a lot or doesn't have the command foot position and is swaying back and forth. So that's another thing that you can also, as a professional, help them with, right? Um, yes. I mean, 
you know, myself being from a theater background, it was quite an adjustment for me when I started acting for on camera. You know, everything, I was always like too big or even just, you know, moving my eyebrows and something because I'm very expressive with my face. So um, I enjoy, you know, when I see people that, you know, are theater background, for instance, and um, and it's just a different style of acting. You know, I sort of flip the frame on the camera around and sh- show them. Show them sort of what I'm seeing or what the casting is seeing. And it sort of puts it into perspective of like, okay, I need to sort of take it down a notch, still convey what I want to convey without use of, you know, all these big hand gestures and movement and stuff like that. Um, I always uh, like my friend John DeQuino from L.A. He's an amazing teacher. I, he always says power pose. So I say, everybody, power pose your feet. You know, it's just a very strong, solid stance about shoulder width apart. And that usually really helps to sort of ground people. Right. Now, sometimes you can even get an eco-cast callback where they want you to tape another callback audition. Um, tell us a little bit about the importance of the consistency of kind of how you did the scene before and the the clothing and the hair and everything yeah typically if you get um if you get a call back uh that means the, the casting they they haven't they're the little undecided they they're interested in you um they they just want to see more of you it's a really great opportunity to maybe change something a little bit about the audition maybe give them something different don't do it exactly the same as you did it the first time around. See if you can sort of think about the lines or the script in a new way, just to show them that you have versatility. Um, you know, you could take direction and go a different way if that's you know what the director wants you to do. Um, but yeah, anything else? Usually, I mean, if whether it's um, a taped uh, callback or if it's an in-person callback. Um, it's a good rule to usually like wear sort of exactly what you wore the first time. That's what they saw you in. They're they're familiar with you in that. So I wouldn't really change, you know, your hair very much or change your outfit um, because they're sort of familiarized already with you in that original way. Right. And what are some definite no-nos with taped auditions? Uh, definite no-nos, you... You have to have good lighting, so don't do it in the dark. <laughs> um, or even with heavy shadows, right? Because you want your eyes to be illuminated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, the eyes are sort of like the focal point. That's how, you know, emotion should be expressed. Um, yeah, don't – you don't really want to overpower um, – with volume, you know, if it's like a screaming, shouting scene or something, you still want to have a pretty like low, quiet volume, um, depending on where you're filming. Uh, don't excessively use, you know, um, crazy props or anything like that. Or, you know, if there's supposed to be a bunch of people reading with you, usually if there's multiple roles, I will read for the different characters and sort of give the actor an eyeline for other people, you know, so I or I sort of use my hand as like this person over here is talking or this person's talking now so that it's not like 20 people reading in a room. Um, You just want to keep it really simple. Um, Don't look, you know, different from what you look like in everyday life. Um, Don't, you know, put a bunch of glitter on your eyes and do your hair different. You just want to be really natural. Um, just look like yourself. That's that's you know what your headshot should look like. That's what they want to see that you look like. Um, 
you want to sort of dress in the essence of the character, but not like don't go too literal. Um, if you are, you know, dressing or you're reading for a a punk rocker you don't want to put your hair in a mohawk and dye it green and you know put like black lipstick on it's just uh but maybe sort of maybe wear like a dingy shirt or something like that um it's always about the essence it's not exactly like becoming that character um that will come later and when does a person that's auditioning look at the camera and not look at the camera i know there's a sort of a magic circle around the camera um what is your advice on that um, I always say for the slate where the actor is going to, say, introduce himself, um, say who they're reading for, it just depends on what the specs are, um, they look at the camera for that part. Uh, typically, any other time, they will direct their focus to the reader, which would be me or um, whoever they are reading with. Uh, it depends if they're doing a commercial. Sometimes they look at the camera um, but again, you just really have to try to follow the specs that are provided. And if you are not sure, um, definitely don't hesitate to ask your agent. That's what they're there for. Um, you want to, you know, if you have any doubt, any questions at all, definitely like check with your agent first. Okay, excellent. Well, I know we very much appreciate you coming and helping us with tips and tricks on taped auditions. And it's so exciting that uh, smaller markets like Charlotte, North Carolina, can do taped auditions to to bigger uh, market roles yes. and be considered without having to travel. It's very exciting. Um, so thanks a lot. And um, Slate Your Name Studios, Kat Berkowitz. This has been Kirsten Barrington-Hughes with the Charlotte Film Community at Ground Crew Studios. Thank you. Composed by Sean Beck.